Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand-new racing app for same-race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Until we're on. We're on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Hello and welcome to a Wednesday night edition of Sports Day. Gary Beltran, Scott Sattler in the Sports Day studio. Um, there's a bit of stuff happening off the ball at the moment on social media. Scott Sattler giggling to himself. You're right over there. What have you done? Hello, listeners. Yes. Uh, oh, I know everyone who is on social media and follows myself and uh, Brent Tate. We're always having a go at each other about things. So I just found <laughs> some great old footage of Brent Tate. Um, mm. Don't check his, it out. In his pre-season days at the Brisbane Broncos. So, yeah, check it out. At, at Scott Sattler 13. At Scott Sattler 13. <laughs> yep. Checked it out on the socials. Gary Belcher, how Hello. are you? You're old-fashioned. You don't have a social media account, do you? I send texts. Actually, you pop up on my Instagram feed all the time how? saying, follow Gary Belcher. And it's a photo of you and, and, and Carlene. I think I put... No, I, he, he went to a function one day, and as part of the function, you had to start an Instagram account and take a photo and post it. What was that? And yeah. it's the only photo he's ever put up. What? Yeah. yeah. And, went, I'm not, and then I looked at it and went, what about this crap people put up here? I'm out. <laughs> you could, mate, you could do a video every day of you going to get the paper. Like, well, it provides about 90% of the uh, stuff for our show. Uh, and you wouldn't know that, Wolves, because you, you don't read the, to the run. That's that grumpy old in. man, isn't he? I do know. I do oh, know. It's you, yesterday's you news. Me about the pay. No, you don't, because you well, you don't even know what's on the run sheet till you get here. But, <laughs> but and then and then you go, oh, you Isn't read the paper. Is... Well, it, mate, you've, have you seen what's happened a couple mate, of times? Mate, it was times? a joke. You know those couple of times when there was nothing on the run sheet and you blew up. That's because the paper didn't contribute. <laughs> Gary, I'm just joking. And what do you I do subscribe today? to one of the papers online. I know. I told you about it. How good's that? The SMH. Because it's cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to our <laughs> listeners through the Super Radio Network, SEN 1170 in Sydney, 1620 on the Gold Coast, uh, 6.93 a.m. SENQ in Brizzy, uh, in Canberra, 13.23 a.m. And all our listeners for SEN Track. And the SEN app. By the way, slight plug here for the SEN app. Download it. Uh, the FIFA World Cup starts this Sunday exclusive on SEN. You can listen to every single game on the radio or via the app. I was listening to the SCN. app this morning of uh, Vossi and Brandy's show. In Sydney. And we yeah. spoke to Vossi last night, of course, which is early morning in York where he was. And he's doing the show again, which is not time. His t- Honestly, he's going to need the, he's gonna have the greatest sleep when he gets back to Australia, mm. he just has not stopped. Well, you'll, you'll sleep mm. on that business class flight home. He's fine business. You know that. 
I don't know about that. Yeah, he said it on the radio. Mm. He, he did. So one oh, of the I perks. I think he deserves to. Oh, absolutely. Um, by the way, guys, uh, we've got on TikTok as well. So look up Bad Sats SEN. Uh, we're paying $50 to everybody who follows us on TikTok. Conditions apply. What are the conditions? What's the asterisks? Uh, no one actually will get any money. <laughs> <laughs> That's the conditions. Okay. All right. It's just a hook and tease. Tonight's show, Alec Brosk, Alex Brocks, Brosk, I should say, from the Global Game and part of the SCN commentary team will be joining us tonight to preview the World Cup in Qatar. As I say, kicks off Sunday, guys, and now our I've, first game's Wednesday morning. I've heard that in Doha, where a lot of people are staying and flying into Qatar, Doha. that the, the, um, the atmosphere at the moment in Doha, very, very dull. Mm. Well, usually it's the biggest event other than the outside of the Olympics in the world. And usually a lot of excitement, celebrations, not a lot going on at all. It is a grog-free joint too. You exactly, know? yeah. But they're allowing there's certain licensed areas. They've had to break a lot of their own rules and I guess even cultural sensitivities to host the World Cup. And they are going to have alcohol zones where you can only drink in certain areas for certain hours. So it'll fire up once the World Cup, I guess, fires up. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, also tonight uh, a little bit of a serious story around in the news today. Uh, comments from me and Thorpe, re transgender swimmers, mm-hmm. uh, ones who are transitioning from male to female should be allowed to compete against the women. That's, there is there is comments. In fairness, oh, well, I know it's a, it's a, it's one of those topics. And what's a polarizing topic, here, it, isn't it? It is. Well, I don't know many. I, no one that I've spoken to agrees with him. If he was, I think if he was a female, there's no way he'd be going, yeah, let the men come and compete against us if they're transitioning. Because mm. there's just this, this incredible advantage that men have. Um, we're going to have a chat to Brooke Hanson soon about this. And I, I, I think we have mentioned it before and I know where she stands on. I'd be surprised if she's changed her mind on it. But I, I can't. I, I just think Thorpe is way off the mark. Yeah. And when he talks about fairness, well, how fairness it, and equality. Yeah, it's how's it no fair for the women? How, how fair? How, yeah. Like you know, mm. it's it's yeah. Anyway, it'd be interesting to get uh, Brooke Hansen's and, uh, comments on that. And, and our listeners, yeah, absolutely. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. What are your thoughts on Ian Thorpe's comments uh, today in the media about that? Should transgender? Athletes be allowed to compete against the women. Those obviously transitioning from men to women. So Should they be allowed to? I mean, it happened in US, didn't it, Sats? It did. Well, this is where a lot of the argument has, or the debate has, has been has risen from because of Leah Thomas, whose name is Will Thomas at birth, uh, was ranked about 300 or so in the US college system, the NCAA, the national champions, uh, championship competition um, across all sports and colleges. Uh, then transitioned, transgendered um, as a female, Leah Thomas, and then broke records and defeated the current national champion who had been the national champion for a couple of years as well. So um, this is where I suppose it's it's come to light from a sporting situation. Now, we have seen when when athletes have uh, transitioned, and we saw that in the, in the recent Olympics with uh, Hubbard, mm. the weightlifter from New Zealand, Lauren, uh, Laurel Hubbard, yep. who – Born a man, transitioned over, um, was in the female comp, came second last or yeah. last. And because so it's of not that, every sport. Because of that, I think some people go, well, that's okay then because they come second last. But it's just that unfair advantage they mm. have. They're dominating. There's an AFL player, isn't there? Um, there was who was, there, there were some pretty strict boundaries and guidelines put around Liam Monta, um Yeah. That, um, that were 
put around her mm. just because of the, the physical capabilities playing against females. And, boys, do you, I do. Do you support Fina's decision to say, listen, we'll create another class or another another competition for transgender Absolutely. athletes? That, that's what Cameron from Balkan Hills says. But, of course, are there enough? And, and, you know, unless it's at in maybe swimming events at the Olympics and stuff, but in different sports, it, it certainly I can't imagine there's going to be enough players for them to just go, oh, yeah, we'll just have run another competition just to keep you happy. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. I'm, I'm comfortable with the rules. And I think the NRL has chimed in on this as well and well, said you can't, you can't uh, be transitioning or you can't have transitioned from a, um, a male to a female unless it was at a very early age. You can't just then jump in and become, you could kill play, against, someone. Well, yeah, play against the men. Fitzy on the text line has, has weighed in and he took the words out of my mouth. What happens if a, a player just – let's just use any player. Let's say Nathan Cleary for argument's sake. If he just wakes up and says, I want to be identified as a, as a female now, all good to him, that's fine. Does that mean he can then go and play um, – NRLW. NRLW. Well, yeah. no, the NRL have said, well – no. No, you can't do that. They've got on the front foot very, very early, like a lot of sports have as well. But Brooke Hansen's, you know, she's pretty strong on this as well. I'm going to be interested to see what her opinion is going and to be. And she's very close to some of the swimmers who have spoken yeah. out about this, female swimmers. And, again, think about the support for our female swimmers. And I, and, and I was surprised by Thorpe's comments. And it's also, it's a, and, and I think – I don't think he has the right to make those comments when he's finished competing as well. He doesn't have to compete in that environment and face those swimmers every day that, you know, that they could be competing yeah, against. Right. Uh, Simon Orchard for New South Wales Greyhounds will join us. He's got his tips for Wenty Park tonight. That's ridiculous. Can I start it off early, boys? Mm-hmm. Can I? I am absolutely dumbfounded by this. I went today and checked out a cattery and boarding kennel for the for cat. I've got two cats and one dog, right? Mm. And we need to put them away when we go on holidays in June. I just wanted to get some quotes and have a look. In June? Yeah. Okay. Mate, you've got to book this stuff in advance okay, because yeah, yeah. it's school holidays, right? Is it the Bark Royal? It's not the Bark <laughs> <laughs> It's not the Bark Royal. My friends that, put their dog is, there. Did you make that up? No. That's no there's clever. actually a place called the Bark Royal. At no, Mount Nathan. Yeah. That's on one the of the Coast. great business names I've heard. Yeah, it is. It's great. No, it, this, is, this is actually very simple. Very nice place. I said, so how much will that cost for 10 days uh, while I'm away in Bali for the one dog, one very small dog, and two cats sharing? You can't put a dog in with two cats. No, no, she'd love it. But the two cats sharing a a thing, a pen, and the dog. How much do you reckon, boys, for 10 days? 10 days. 10 100 times 3. 300. 300 bags? Yep. 500? 500, yep. Try 1,000 bucks. Come oh. on, that's ridiculous. Ten days. Mm. Why do you have to have three pets? Well, it is not until June, so there could be the likelihood one might drop off. So there's that. Is this to co- cut costs or it's just <laughs> I'll just leave the gate open. Oh. See, dog? No, but and plus you've got to make sure they're all up to date on their, on their needles. And well, so- you've got to do that anyway. Yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely you do. What if you can only aff- pick two out of the three? Well, well you'll pick the cats. cats. You'll leave the dog out. Yeah. That's mm. mm. a dog, mate. It's- so would it would be cheaper for you to get someone to come and stay at your house. In fact, they might even pay you to do that and look after them. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Why not? No, I just, it's just not going to It was going to happen, but it's not now. Hey, oh, what um, happened there? No, no, come on. Did I Did I hit a nerve? No, no you haven't. Well, hey, I but, think I have. You no, looked at no, sats then. But, but, he asked my daughter to do it. Oh. She's not a cat fan. No, well, I wouldn't do it either. 
I'm not your daughter all fan. day. Listen. You're not a fan of his daughter. <laughs> Bark Royal is a great name. That's wrong. It's not. I wish it was Bark going there. Royal. They were going there. <laughs> hey, are there any other funny business names out there that are like like that are associated with that business? Like, you know, so obviously a dog kennel. Bark Royal. Bark Royal. A mate of mine. Sheraton. A mate of mine. Mitchy Best better than the rest. What? He just texted me, said, I'm on the Bobcat listening to the show. He lives next to the Bark Royal. There you go. Wow. Yeah. Sounds barking fantastic, says Mitch from Robertson. Oh, I like it. That's a Mate, they yeah, got great, bi- great names for businesses. Clever names. Frank, because he's a bit, bit of a soft dog, isn't he? My he, dog, yeah. He, he would stay at Bark Royal because hasn't it got no, TVs no. in the room? And- got, yeah, there's, there's actually a suite where the dogs have got a bed. They've got a slippery dip. They've got a TV that they put shows on for. Oh, dogs do like TV watching show. TV. Mm. It has a slippery dip. I can imagine yeah. Frank going down going, wee, with his scarf on. There is a there is a bar in America called um, Tequila Mockingbird. Ah, tequila. yes, Tequila Mockingbird, and um, a hair a barber called Jack the Clipper. <laughs> oh, that's good. that's good. Isn't it? I don't four, think I'd go to Jack the Clipper. Not if he got the razor out. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Any funny business names you've seen? There's got to be a, like a plumber driving around with something. Stubbsy's Orthotics and prosthet- Prosthetics. Stubbsy's. <laughs> That's one as well. Really? Yeah. Not Stumpy. Stubsy. Stubsy. Okay. No mm. worries. Uh, 0457 or 1300-01170. Funny business names and your thoughts on there's, Ian's there's a lot of, comments. A lot of Thai restaurants with good names like the Titanic. <laughs> They're no. not funny, hey? No. The Titanic. <laughs> yeah, that business went under. Years ago. <laughs> See, that was a starting joke. You spoke about the starting joke? Yeah. First laugh. First laugh. Listen, what's the point going on for the rest of the night? Just how drop do we, the mic. That's how do we it. top that? Mm. That's outstanding, Over. Gary. Mm, I mean, you deserve one of these. Nice, Gary. Can I go now? Yes. Scott Hend is refusing to play next month's historic dual uh, gender Australian Open, but says he's not sexist. What's this about? Don't know. Did you put that in, Did Gary? Did you put that, that in, Gary? About Scott Hend? Uh, yes. Is that yes. your best so ridiculous? that note. Are you on your phone? No. I thought I could go. You said I could leave. (laughs) He's ordering an Um, Uber. Yeah, so so it's – I think it's the first time there's ever a big tournament like this where he's going to come and play in the – is it the PGA in Queensland, Royal Queensland, but then he's not going to play in the Australian Open. And it's – I think it's to do with – they're teeing off at the same time, the men and the women, playing the same tournament. Didn't they do that But they're going to have trophies to the men and to the women. But he says he's not sexist. He just doesn't agree with it. He said they should be separate. Didn't they do that with the Vic Open or something? Or New South Wales, a a major tournament in New South Wales? Well, they're saying this is historic. Maybe it's the first time it's a... um, Australian Open. Yeah, it's at the top level. And the female golfer won. I remember this. Mm. It was in New South Wales. Maybe that's why he's not playing. (laughs) Yeah, perhaps. Uh, Get involved any time. transgender golfers, what would they play? Would they be allowed to play in that? Uh, I'm not sure, Gary, because I'm not I'm not up to date uh, on the rules around golf. It's a tricky golf. one, wasn't it? So yeah. Actually, Fitzy's got a a good solution for your the Bark Royal when you where your your pets are going to play uh, stay. No, they're not. That's not where I got the quote from. By the way, can I just oh. state that that's not where I got the quote from? Oh, okay, gotcha. No, it's not. Okay. No, I don't want to. S- no, fit, ma, uh, Sats asked if it was the yeah. Bark Royal, and you said yeah. no. No, it's not the Bark Royal. Have you thought of telling the dog identifies as a cat? <laughs> <laughs> Well, what she can. They, cats, or, what's dearer? Which one, dogs or cats? A dog. So why don't you say that 
exactly that, and then you're going to get a check. I love that. Can you do that? Yes. That's actually, I'll save ten bucks a night. That's mm-hmm. ten. That's a hundred bucks. That's a few <laughs> bing tang. Now we're getting some Chook. great text messages. Chook, man, you read that. There's some great text messages coming through. Funny's business names on the back of the Bark Royal, the Dog Hotel. And the Chook man says, hi, guys, <laughs> I saw a builder once on his trail. It was rock solid erections. <laughs> that's great. Is that, is that the standard? Uh, oh, that's, that's great. Pretty good, though. Um, oh. Alan at Lane Cove, there's oh. a kebab shop. Hummus is that doggy in the window. Come <laughs> <laughs> on. Beauty. Hey, listen, that's not true. Is that true? We'll, get, find that out. we've got Alex Brosk uh, coming up shortly, so we've just got to do a couple of things. Joey Manu named Golden Boot for yes. the tournament at the Rugby League World Cup. Before the finals play. Yeah, it's a, it's a funny one, Johnny, Joey Marnie. And, and for the listeners out there, the Golden Boot is not based on your NRL form. It's purely based on your international form. And there's been some great winners over the years, of course. And in years gone by, Wally Lewis, Mal Meninga, Ellery Hanley, Sterlow won a Golden uh, Boot. Brett Kenny. He did Gary too. Jack. Yeah. Uh, Roger Tuivasa-Sheck. Stacey Jones, the great Stacey Jones. The winger from um, the English side on the weekend uh, nine years ago. Did he? Winger won a... Tommy Makinson. That's it. Won a golden boot. Yes. Yeah, so, so Joey Money before the final, like you said, Jace has been named the best player in the world based on his international form. And yes, he's been outstanding. But yep. I've got to say, yeah, New Zealand aren't in the final. Samoa and Australia are. Jerome Luai has won three man of the matches. Junior Barlow against, has been fantastic. And he's too, won a man of the captain. matches against England and Tonga. Mm. Jerome Luai. So yeah, but if annoying. Samoa win the comp. he's annoying and people go, no. Nah. You can't say that, Badge. You played with Ricky. No, well, yeah. He was Another, one of the greatest pests on the field Exactly ever. what people said about him. I didn't. But <laughs> I can say that about another player if I like. So there's a fair few nominations uh, for the Golden Boot. Josh Adokar, mm. uh, Tommy Burgess, Harry Grant, Jerome Hughes, uh, Edwin Mbappe, who's a the hooker from the PNG Cornwall. He made the uh, the team of the world of the tournament. He did. Well, the hooker. Do you want to run through that badge? Because there, I think there could be some omissions here, particularly from Kiwi players. Mm. Do you want to run through that? Well, team? there's only uh, James Fisher, Harris, and Joey Manu in the side um, that's been known. So Manu at fullback, Brian Toto and Josh Adokar on the wings, Tim Laffey, Stephen Crichton from Samoa in the centres. Jerome Luai, George Williams are the halves. Up front, Tom Burgess and Junior Barlow. Uh, Edwin Ibappe, is that it right, Sats? Ibappe, yep. Ibappe from uh, Papua New Guinea at hooker. Cam Murray, Liam Martin, the back rowers. Victor Radley, Locke. Uh, that was before their head, headbutt. And on the bench, Harry Grant, Sonny Taruva. Is he Taruva, yeah, player? he's a Penrith fullback yep. winger. Yep. Uh, Keon Kalomatangi and James Fisher Harris. That rounds out the 17. So anyone missing? They're, they're, how many Samoans are there? Five. They dominate the side. The Samoans. Five, yeah, mm. five Samoans in that. Four Couple Aussies. Of, four Aussies. Um, so yeah, well done. I don't know who who would you say might should have made it. Uh, I don't know. Benny Hunt was good. Yeah, been good. Queenslanders pushing Benny Hunt again. Uh, Daily Cherry Evans probably could have. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, no. Always pushing your coins. Yeah. Listen, we're going to go to break. I want to talk football. The World Cup kicks off on Sunday. That's the FIFA World Cup. By the way, download the SEN app and you can catch every game live and exclusive on the SEN app. Uh, Alex Brosk is going to join us next as we preview the big dance. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon.
Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Righty, I'm going to have uh, Alex Brosk on the show real soon as we talk about, we forgot about two, the big games of uh, football happening in Sydney this weekend as well. I've got Celtic to say, and... I'm ignorant to this because it's flown under the radar with the World Cup and the news around some of the changes in the Socceroos as well over the last 24 hours and so, the World so Cup on with the Rugby League. the World League. Cup's on, the comps start, stop everywhere, but they're everywhere, having this yeah. comp anyway um, where the some Sydney teams Super coming Cup. out. Yeah, teams coming out from England and yeah. Scotland. Celtic but, and Everton. Everton? I didn't know that. That's Everton's team. your team, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. Well, actually, we've got Alex on the line. We've got him on the line now. The phone. I've got the phone working, boys. I've got superpowers. No, I you ha- haven't. I have. Jack got it sorted. Ah, oh, please. Cut it out. Well, Pass one. Threads it through for Alex Brosk. That is a superb finish by the Sydney FC skipper. And Sydney FC take the early lead. The Derby's all-time leading goal scorer strikes again. Uh, there he is scoring one of his, uh, what, 83 goals uh, mm-hmm. in his time. No, still the phone is jammed. Sorry, guys, I can't Good get research, him on at the Jack. moment. Good work. What are you saying that for? He put the 83 goals up there. Why, why do you have to give out all of our trade I'd like secrets? to give Jack a rap Well, why don't you give it to him off the air for once? I do. Be nice. You do always hammer him a bit off air, Badge. You do. Are you, you serious? You make life really difficult for him. Oh, yeah, no, sorry. You so wrong. I'm only joking. <laughs> no, the phone's jammed. We'll get to him in just a moment. Hang in there, Alex. Apologies, mate. Uh, go to iCanWin.com.au to win a Ziggy. Thanks for trying, Jack. Ziggler and Brown Barbecue It's a power play summer. for you, isn't it? What? I'm going to have Alex Brosk just waiting on air for me, waiting on Oh, can you not do this? Because he's going to join. He can hear us. Oh. And he's going to join us shortly. He's going to think I'm a, I'm a, you know what? Let's entertain him while he's on hold. Let's give him some of the funny business names okay. that so, our listeners are texting uh, him. This is from Redman. Two shops in Newtown. A restaurant called Typhoon. And a shop that sold linen was called Holy Sheet. I love that. That's good. <laughs> this is off the back of uh, Sat saying I should put my cat... Cats and dog into the Bark Royal on yep. the Gold Coast. Great name. It is a great it, name. The best. Yep. Uh, there's an adult film producer. This is from Mick from the Gong called Seymour Butts. Why'd you read that? That's not a business, mate. Why would you? That's, yeah. Why would you read that out? No, so like it's his. No, but that doesn't matter, it's mate. It's his pseudonym for for the business. No. His name's Seymour Butts. But no, he's, he's actually it's actually not his I, name. I, I, Mark from Red Bank, a new one, has said uh, a work van he saw in Brisbane with the name on it, the Trady Bunch. Ah, yeah. see, that's good. Yeah, it's that's better good. than Seymour. Oh, right, yeah. They've got to at least have an ABN, <laughs> so that's all right. Waterflush <laughs> <laughs> plumbing, plumbing, Mark's got as well. Mm. Any texts around Thorpey's comments about transgender uh, yes. females being able to swim, compete against uh, natural females? Uh, Nick from Newcastle says, seriously, Thorpey, that is ridiculous. Um, Craig from Maitland said, Thorpey is well off on this, staggered by his thoughts. Mm-hmm. Loz, uh, totally disagree with Thorpey. I haven't found anyone that actually agrees with him on this. I don't, I don't get it. I, I, I'm not. I'm sure he's given it great thought, but it just goes against nearly every single person that I've ever talked to about this. I can't. I don't know anyone that agrees that you should be transitioning or have transitioned at a at an adult age from male to female and then be allowed to compete against females. And as you said, Woogie, in some sports like say the NRL. Where it's actually physical, it's it could be dangerous, mm. life threatening. So I, I'm uh, I'm I'm quite shocked by it all. All right, we're going to talk to uh, Brooke Hansen, former uh, gold medal Olympic swimmer. 
uh, just after 7 o'clock tonight or 6 o'clock in Queensland. Badge, are you excited about possibly getting the big boy, the big bad boy of the Gold Coast Titans in 2024, David Fafita at um, the Raiders? No, no, not really. They're talking to him apparently, so I don't know much about it. Um, I, I just, like a lot of people, I get fr- quite frustrated watching Dave Fafita. If, I don't know there'd be plenty of clubs out there that say we'd get the best out in him, but... Um, they forked out a hell of a lot of money for him, the Titans. They, I don't think they got value for money. He has, you know, potentially one of the best players in the comp, but you can't keep getting paid on potential. Certainly if the Raiders pick him up, he won't be getting, I'd imagine, or any other club, anywhere near his over a million bucks a season. Yeah, I've been highly critical, as you know, of, of Dave. And I think the one factor that sits in his favour is his age. At 22 years of age, you, you still don't really understand how important you are to a team, mm. just your individual and, brilliance. And, and he has got a lot of individual brilliance when he decides to, to really lock into a game. So I think at 22 years of age, it's got to click soon and it's, and it's got to click really soon as well. And I think the next club who gets him, even if it is the Gold Coast Titans re-signing him, I think they may get, they may get the best out of him depending, again, what his work ethic's like. I, you know, I reckon, Sats, at some point it, it's got to click. And for a lot of players, it's very young some a bit older, just how important your efforts mm. on and off the field are to the rest of the team. Because you can bring a team right down if you're just not quite putting in at training or in every game. If you're just not giving your all, you know what it's like. You, you, don't, you don't win anything unless everyone's giving, you know, their all all the time. You yeah. just don't. You just don't, you know, luck your way through and, and win big games and win competitions um, unless you're all pulling together. And, and it just doesn't look like he... He throws himself into it enough. I think he's a front rower. And You know, I, I remember what happened with Dane Carter. I've talked about this a mm. bit. He was a back rower who played out wide and didn't get in games. And he just he was such a good athlete. Uh, and when he got put in the front row, it all just worked for him. He just had to keep working and working. And, and he was outstanding for the Broncos. And you know what? It's, sh- it's short time periods. It's 15, 20 minutes at a time. You see the way the junior bolo plays now. He doesn't necessarily play through the middle of the field. He actually plays out in an edge and uses his skill a little bit as well. And I think if if David Fafita is is going to be in, fully engaged into a game, I think front row is his position. I think, one, you've got to be made to work. Two, he's got that explosive speed through the middle of the field. And three, you can play him out at an edge when you need to. He just doesn't... He's not expected to sit out there for the entire game. Mm. Uh, what about the other decision that's happened in rugby league, which has got the West Tigers and the rugby league community scratching its head? Uh, the West Tigers have officially released Jackson Hastings in a player swap with Newcastle Knights for David Clemmer. What, what's going on? Well, I don't get it. I don't get it. And I have so much respect for Tim Sheens, but they've made this decision. And I'm, I imagine Sheensy, as the head coach, would have uh, you know, a lot of say in this. I don't get it, but there must be something that they don't like about Jackson Hastings. I think in defence of the Tigers, they've been so used to paying for players that no longer pay, play for them. Getting David Clemmer, they're actually getting money. But it's not, need, a, it's not a like for like, though, It's not a like for like, but there's obviously something in the pipeline that it's going to be announced. Oh, and so if that is John Bateman coming to the club, and Badge, you touched on it last night, and... When, when Jackson Hastings and John Bateman were at Wigan, apparently they didn't have the greatest relationship. Whether that is true or not, not quite sure. But I know which one I'd keep if I had to choose yeah. out of Hastings and Bateman. It'd be Hastings. Absolutely. Every so day of the week. He's come back as an outstanding player and a much better um, 
rounded person than when he when he left, and he was a young bloke with some with a bit of a chip on his shoulder, apparently. Uh, but Tigers are entitled to to make these decisions. I'll just yeah, I'll throw it out there. I wouldn't have done it. And I reckon a lot of Tigers fans would like to voice their opinions as well. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. We've got a lot of Tigers fans and Knights fans as well. Mm. Must be happy about getting getting uh, Jackson Hastings. And just really quickly, there, Chairman Lee Hadjibantalis, when interviewed on SEN the other day, he said that Tim Sheens had said to him that you won't recognise what a West Tigers team will look like in 2023 based on their recruitment. Mm. We came last this year. We took home the wooden spoon for the first time in our history. That was unacceptable. And we cannot allow it to happen again. Difficult decisions have been made and will continue to be made. I cannot make any apology for that. I have heard the reasoning and the explanations proffered by Tim and by Benji as to their recruitment decisions, and they have our, our full support. But one thing Tim said to me the other night, in fact, was that you will not recognise the West Tigers in 2023 compared to 22. so I'm very much looking forward to that. And this is based on how they've worded this, their forensic and strategic recruiting model, Benji and Tim Sheens. What that says to me is that the way Benji wants to coach in 2024 he is going to engage yeah. and try and recruit players that are willing to play that really open style of rugby league that they want to comp with in 2005. Yep. Got to go to the break. Uh, when we come back, hopefully we'll have uh, Alex Bross. What about – I'm looking at my PC here. I've got about four people working on our phones here, trying to get them uh, back working again. So hopefully we can do that. Because we've got Brooke Hansen coming yes. up after 6 o'clock uh, in Queensland, 7 o'clock New South Wales. And keep those funny business names going. They are outstanding. Live and Let Die is a hair salon. Another one, Knock Knock Who's Hair. <laughs> and uh, a wash, this, that's Lincoln, Kiwi Lincoln from Pottsville says, uh, wash, used washing machine repair business called Rage Against Your Machine. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's great. Boys, I'm warning you too, in front of everybody, I see the text there from Dan Young from Bathurst, and you shan't be reading that one out about that coffee shop in Bathurst, yeah. all right? No, mm. you're not doing that. No. Uh, this is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Back in a moment. <laughs> Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. I'm hoping Alex Brosk is still not on hold, uh, waiting to talk to us about the football this weekend and, of course, the World Cup. I can see there's about three people working to get our phone system back up here at Sports Day. They'll get it done. We've got the best in the business working on this, and hopefully we can have a chat to him. And hopefully it'll be all sorted so we can talk to Brooke Hansen just after... Well, in around about 20 minutes' time. Her thoughts on the comments from the great Ian Thorpe today. Boys, some more NRL news around today. I want to touch base with you on this. Paul Gallen, in an interview with Mick Ennis on Fox, says a meeting with Ron Massey in his early career changed his career. Have a listen to this. I never meant to. I never tried. I wanted to be the guy that people hated, but man, I, was just, I was just so competitive. I just wanted to win everything, and I did it. Probably at, at all costs, and yeah. at the time I overset the mark, I, I admit that it wasn't until I had a, a conversation with Ron Massey in um, I can't remember what year it was, but mm. I never forget going to this old bloke's house and Ricky Stewart said, "Mate, just caught whatever's going." I, I was really, <laughs> I was really excited going to this old bloke. I remember telling my dad I was going to go see. My dad was so pumped. He goes, "Mate, he's Jack Gibson's right hand man. He's the one. He's blah blah blah." And, Ricky looked at me. His funny look goes, "Mate, just caught whatever's coming." Here. And I just was like, oh, "Okay, what's going to happen here?" I walk in, mate. He's Look at the hundred. Yeah. <laughs> he sits me down. He goes, 
you are the biggest soft cock I've ever seen. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> where's this? Like, it was, it was crazy. And then he, it didn't relent. He kept going and going. And, mate, it was crazy. And I was just like, I, didn't, I almost started crying. Anyway, that was, that was a defining moment in my whole career and, and life, I think. I, I realised that, you know, to be competitive and to want to win, you don't always have to do stupid things. And that's mm. it probably, probably saved my career, to be honest. He was a great competitor, Gal. He was, and but Ron he Massey. Was, but yeah, there's a lot, a lot of people didn't know a lot about Ron Massey. Mm. Yeah, you know, a lot of people, a lot of the, the players, and and the real rugby league tragics through the you know the sixties, seventies, eighties, and in the, early into the nineties, they understood who Ron Massey was about, yes, and what he yes. stood for, and how important he was to a lot of coaches, most notably Jack Gibson and also Wayne, and Wayne Bennett. Bennett. Yeah, he um, was. yeah, real mentor for them. But an absolute board. legend of the game. Uh, honest with his appraisal, as you just heard from Paul Gallen, but just. Uh, great intellect around the game. And I was sitting with uh, former premiership winner with Parramatta Eels, Neil Hunt, Neil Guilty Hunt, um, a few weeks ago. And and he's telling me about Ron Massey. And it was during an interview, Wayne Bennett was on stage being interviewed. And he turned around to me and he said, oh, it's just like listening to Ron, Ron Massey. And he had such a heavy influence, like you said, badge on, on Wayne. And it was more about his obsession was not about winning. He was obsessed with winning. He was more obsessed with working on the areas in a player off the field that made them want to win. Yeah. And that's why Jack was so great as well. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. the best coaches, they, they do, don't they? It's about it's about the team getting the players to, to oh, I think, sometimes in a really good environment to get the best out of them, not just teach them all the skills mm. and the plays and whatever else. Hey, there's an article on Fox Sports today about which players have upped their value because of the Rugby League World Cup. Give me your top three boys on who do you think has up their value when it comes to say an NRL contract oh, from um, their performances. Yep. I think Stephen Crichton has really good negotiation skills or tools anyway in the way he's playing because everyone who knows him thinks he's a fullback and he's, he's won two comps at the age of 22. He's playing in a world cup final. He's come up with big moments in grand finals mm. and finals. He's only 22 and he's actually not playing in the position that many think he's, is his best position. I think he's up to his ante. I think Joseph Suali'i is Oh, uh, He's a kind well. of proven what everyone had told us about him, how yeah. good he would be and that he'd be a great fullback. And you can see that that they've the, the Roosters have got three of the best in the world, haven't mm. they? I think, Jerome Luai, I think Jerome Luai has actually stepped out a little bit of the shadow of, of Nathan Cleary. Many believe that Jerome Luai can only play well when Nathan Cleary is alongside him. Mm. And without Nathan Cleary, this World Cup, he has been arguably in the top two or three best players in the in the World Cup. I think this weekend is the big one, though, mm. for us to to decide on that. Yeah, there's been some outstanding performances. Liam um, Martin. Liam Martin, Keon Kalamatungi, a couple of great back yeah. rowers. Liam Martin's had an outstanding 2022, hasn't he? You know what? He's In the modern game, he shouldn't be playing in the forwards. In the modern game, it's all about being six foot one, six foot two, you know, Viliami kick out like destructive back rower. He's a guy that's six foot on a good day. He's probably 99 to 100 kilos on a good day. He's And just does has the ability to get under people's skin. He's powerful. He's you, Yeah, I know what you're saying, Sats, but then you look at – and Cameron Murray, he's not a big man. He's he's strong, but he's not a massive back rower. He's the other back rower in the World Cup team of the tournament. Then you look at John Bateman, who's in that kind of mould as well, who's not huge. Fortunately, you don't have to be, and a lot of people think you do have to be – uh, you know, uh, or even like Angus Crichton sort of size, six so foot look two at, or three. I look at Cam Murray and John Bateman. They've got something different in their game. You know, they're they're hard to tackle. They've got good footwork. They they don't actually they don't actually fulfil what 
lot of the a lot of what we see in rugby league now, which is quite um, you know quite obvious and predictable. They've got something unpredictable in their game, which makes them different. And because they're not that big, they have to be unpredictable. Whereas Liam Martin just, I mean, he, he, he beats himself up every weekend. Man of the match in that semi-final on the weekend mm. as well. Mm. Uh, and what about our mate, Princey? Uh, former Maroon star, Maroon star, I should say, for you guys up uh, north of the border. He has now been named the Brisbane Broncos NRLW coach. Yeah, he was the assistant coach in their first couple of years when Paul Dyer was their coach. They won mm. the first three premierships. Uh, he was actually Queensland under-20s male coach as well in their state of origin. Um, I've always said that Scott Prince would be an amazing assistant coach at an NRL club as well. Yeah. But, He's very uh, clever. Knows yeah, amazing skills and really good communicator and always loves to have fun, doesn't he? And Patch? if you're listening, Prince, we're only saying that because we want to get you on the show tomorrow night. Mm. But no, no. He'd be away yeah. some, He'd be some Another touch junkers. footy comp. Another junk. Yeah. yeah. Is, is he going to give up touch footy? No, of course he won't. It's not real footy, is it? Well, it's real footy. He's Absolutely. It. He's just you. so good at it. I just, yeah. Wouldn't you love to be able to run? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, don't I know it? Oh. Even walk would be nice. Hey, a couple of quick texts before we go to a break, Badge, about business, funny business names. Uh, a car mechanic. This is from uh, Sheeds. Uh, piston broke. Oh, come on. A, um, a phone, <laughs> mobile phone repair shop called Chelsea Crack. What? That's, um, I won't do that one about Canberra. And, uh, oh, Fitzy says uh, Miami Rice. I'd say that's a... I've been to that. Oh, that's on the Goldie. It's, it's, it's at Miami. Miami yeah. Oh, really? Is it at Miami, is it? I just realised that. Of, is it a takeaway it's food? Chinese. Chinese. Chinese, yeah. yeah. Uh, how the focaccia. <laughs> Cafe. Cafe in Milpera. That's I good. It. I like Dave from Canberra. Boys, there's a company in Canberra called Poo Carters, and they pump out portable toilets. I like it. Hey, we've got a text from Melbourne. Tom and Whittlesey. Plumber here in Melbourne. Poo-wee plumbing. Oh, <laughs> Really? That's like that's, that's like giving it to a four-year-old. Go, listen, why don't you know poo-wee. it's plumbing. We deal with wee and poo. What do you call it? Oh, we we'll call it poo wee. That's nice. Good like to have that. a listener in Melbourne. Mm. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Back oh. in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Just discussing in the Sports Day studio uh, what Badge is eating for dinner tonight. Carlene's, he's got leftover lasagna. Now, according to Tim and Park, she can't freeze meat. Who said it's not vegetable lasagna? Yeah, I know it's not. Okay. Lasagna's always best the next day. Yeah, but this is last Mm. week's. Is, is Carlene dropped the ball a bit, mate? You normally get a fresh dinner every night. Uh, it's not up to Carlene to provide <laughs> me with dinner. We don't work like that in our house, Woogie. Sats, can you believe this? Hey, can I, I've got a couple of good business names. Yep. Um, these are, I think these are from the US. Amy's Winehouse. That's good. Darth Vapor. <laughs> Indiana Jeans. I like that. <laughs> Very good. Um, and pain in the window, a window repair company called Pain in the Glass. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. Thank you. I this like is off that. the back. I didn't of, think of these. This is off the back of a, a, a dog kennel and cattery called Bark Royal on the Gold Coast. Mm. Yes, um, we were talking about Thorpey earlier on, and his uh, him saying they got it wrong by um, not allowing uh, male 
athletes or transitioning to female to compete against them. Um, and Buddy says, sounds like Thorpey might have swallowed a tad too much chlorine over the years. He's allergic to chlorine. Oh, is it? Thorpey? No, is that him? No, that's what? another swimmer. Isn't he allergic to chlorine? Hey, that's another phone topic. What are you we allergic to? That. What are you allergic to? But, but, it's part, but it's a part of your job. Yeah, true. It's like, what was, uh, it's like being Gary a... Elkington. What? Yeah. No, no, he's the surfer. No, no, the, no. Um, no the golfer. Steven. Grass. Yeah, he's allergic to grass. Yeah, it's mm. like a farmer. Tiger Woods is allergic to grass too. Is he? Yeah. It's like a farmer being getting hay fever when they're cutting a crop. Allergic to cows. Yeah. Yeah. I was allergic to tackling. Lactose intolerant. <laughs> hey, you're, you're, you're a dairy farmer. <laughs> Hey, Sats. Yeah. What about these uh, comments about uh, West Tigers letting Hastings go? It's official tonight. They've told us that they're letting Jackson Hastings go and, uh, and, and swapping him for David Clemmer. Mm. Uh, Daniel from Prairiewood, listening on the SEN app, gents. I agree with Bad and Sats' sentiments regarding Hastings leaving West for a swap deal with Clemmer. West Tigers showed that they were a better team with Hastings at halfback. He gave them direction, created points for West's. More than what Brooks or Dewey threw up as any playmaker. Sheens has reportedly said that Hastings, is in, is, in his opinion, is too slow to play halfback and was behind the move late last year, shifting him to lock. Joey Johns wasn't blessed with pace either. West's loss will be Newcastle's game. What do you think, Knights fans, actually? I reckon they might be pretty excited to have um, Jackson Hastings coming on board. I, I, well, Tassie Tigers says the same. Evening, man. I can't believe we let Hastings go over Brooks. Why? I... I, I I mean, it must be a salary. Whether it's a salary cap situation, I'm not quite sure. But I think with Dewey, Hastings, and Luke Brooks in the side all at once, I think it's – and you've got Dane Laurie at the back. Mm. You know, Brenton Aiden. I, I think it's actually not a bad lineup. Yeah. Boys, my, my favourite town in New South Wales, mum and dad lived there until Red they Rock. passed away. No, no, Port Macquarie. Love okay, it. Yep. Oh, Lake Cat Eye is my favourite place, but – it's all part of Port Macquarie. And Anthony is on the line from Port Macquarie. He's got a business, funny business name. G'day, Anthony. I've got you boys live, have I? You yeah, are live, so mate. be careful. Yeah, be good. Oh, yes. Oh, nice to talk to you. Um, yeah, I saw this on the side of a van in Sydney one day. It was called Danny Boy Plumbing. And then underneath it had the pipes, the pipes are crawling. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Beauty. Yeah. How's, oh. how's Port Macquarie? How's Port Macquarie going? It's been, was yeah, it good. Looking, good. It'll be busy soon, won't it, with the, uh, the summer coming up? Oh, yeah, we're busy. We're very busy. It's, um, we've missed all the rain here, luckily, over the last couple of months. I mean, we got our fair share early in the year. But uh, the last little bit, of, we've watched everyone get deluged and we've missed out. So we're very, very happy about that. Mate, have you ever been? My favourite place is the Bowls Club at Lake Cadai. Tell me it's still there. It's still kicking. Yeah, it's still kicking. There's another bloody good spot up here called Ricardo's Tomatoes. <laughs> There's another name. Nice. A bit of rhyming. <laughs> right, mate, that music says we've got to go. Good hey, stuff. Anthony, Sounds first like... time caller, mate. Thanks for calling us on Sports Day. All right. Good Not... luck, boys. I nice right. to talk to the owner of Ricardo's Tomatoes there, Anthony. It's a great spot, Port Macquarie. Beautiful. Outstanding place to visit. Great beaches. Nice people. Mm. This is not an ad for Port Macquarie, by the way. Come We're going to go to a break. Ready. Okay, well, I'll let you go and get your leftover lasagna. Brooke Hanson will join us soon. She wants to weigh in on the debates that uh, Thorpe has caused today regarding transgender uh, swimmers competing with females. He reckons it's okay. In fact, it's unfair if we don't let them. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Back in a moment.
didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, welcome to the second big hour of Sports Day for your Wednesday night. Jeez, I wish the cricket was on tonight, boys. Got to wait another 24 hours. Australia will be playing. I like the 50 overs. You do? So you're back in now? No, I've always been in. I just like the ODIs more so than T20. We're playing the 50 over world champs, the ODI world champs, England, Adelaide Oval this time tomorrow. So I know Gary will be focused on the yeah, cricket just like pumped me. Pumped up. Uh, hello to our listeners again through the Super Radio Network and across our SCN stations. Keep your text messages coming through for McDonald Jones Homes. Coming up soon, that's ridiculous. Simon Orchard from New South Wales Greyhounds has got some tips for us. But right now, we're going to jump on the line. Brooke Hanson, who's driving, making her way to the Sunshine Coast, uh, is finding it very difficult with her navigation at the moment. Hello, Brooke. Hey, guys. Now, listen, we're going to talk about some serious stuff. Uh, obviously, some comments today about um, transgender swimmers uh, and and Ian Thorpe's comments on that. And we're also going to talk to you about Mac Happy Day because you, Sats, and I will be doing a live broadcast from Maccas at Harbour Town. You can't get off the, the Mac Happy Day topic. Will I you, love can it. You? This is something very close to my heart, Big Macs, and helping out kids. So it's a, it's a great thing to do. But, right, can you explain to us, though, are you all right driving? I hear you having some issues with your navigational system and Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, I'm heading up the M1. I've got a gig on the Sunshine Coast tonight, so I'm on hands-free, so I'm doing the right thing. I'm speaking to you guys, but the kids have changed my my navigation on my phone, and I'm using the Waze app, and they've changed it to the Terminator voice. <laughs> so there was a hazard ahead, and the voice was, Get down, get down. <laughs> and then I look, I'm looking down at my car on the sat-nav and it's a, a huge soccer ball. And I'm looking down yeah, at a black and white ball, which is my car. And I'm like, oh, don't let your kids play with your phone. That's what I've learned. <laughs> Incredible. Bloody <laughs> kids. Timely, though, with the uh, World Cup kicking off on Sunday. Um, Ian Thorpe today. What's uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger got to do with the World Cup? Well, the soccer ball oh, on the screen. Gotcha. Stick with this, Gary. Uh, <laughs> Thorpey said today, I'm all for fairness in sport, but I'm also for equality in sport. And this, by not allowing transgender uh, swimmers to compete in swimming uh, events, he's saying they've actually got it wrong. Um, Brooke, what's your stance on allowing transgender women to compete against women in, uh, in swimming events? FINA has definitely got it right. And they were the first governing body in the world to to make a stance. And I back them completely. I also back my fellow Olympians in Kate Campbell and Emily Seabom and Emma McKeon. The, the battle of fairness and inclusion for elite sport, it, it starts and stops with making sure that at an Olympic Games, that those girls who we're born women, will compete against women for the Olympic gold. And I'll, I'll stand by that every single every single day. And FINA has said that they are looking at doing an open category that would be available to, to other people to compete. But at this stage, they were the first to 
to say, yes, we're standing for this, and, and I, I fully backed them. And it was it was actually fantastic to see FINA do that. Then they were followed by International Rugby League, USA Wrestling, uh, FIFA did it as well. So, it's, yeah, for me, I, I'm definitely standing by uh, the, the women who have been quite vocal about it and um, support them all the way through. So if you go back to your competing days, uh, Brooke, and the situation that we're we're seeing at the moment, especially in the US, I suppose, I saw some really good footage of a US college national champion who'd been the national champion for a number of years, two years, I think, in a row, was defeated by Leah Thomas uh, in the NCAA championships, the national championships. Now, if you took yourself back to the your competing days and you were confronted with this situation and beaten in an event that you had dominated for a number of years, would have your stance been one of um, disappointment is probably the word I'd, I'd like to use? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely disappointed because you're, you've already won your title, you're defending your title, and then, you know, you're beaten by someone who has made that change to... Um, to move from being a man to a woman over, you know, a three-year period that wasn't very dominant in the, the male NCAA system but has got up as a as now a female and beaten you. And, yeah, I would definitely be really disappointed with that. And I can definitely say that I trained against the, the best male swimmers in our country and I, I love training against the boys because I always knew by training with the boys and trying to beat the boys every single session that I'd be one of the best girls. But there is, there's just no possible way physically that I could ever, ever beat my, my fellow competitors that would look at doing, um, yeah, that change in from being a male to, to a female. And I could never beat my, my husband was a swimmer as well. I could never beat him physically. Physically, he was just that much stronger than me. Yeah, I just remember beating him um, and in a training session, and and then he asked me out on a date, and he said, "Look, I'll I'll look at beating you this weekend in the 50 metres breaststroke, and I'll take you on a date, six pack of beer, whoever whoever wins." And I'm like, "I'm a breaststroker, of course I'm going to win." And then he's got up and got last in the state final and beaten me, who I've won the gold medal for the women. I've broken the state record and he's beaten me by a couple of hundredths of a second in, in an event that he didn't dominate because he was a freestyler and he just did it all on pure strength and there's just no way that I could ever, you know, compete against him or, or try and beat him because he was just always physically stronger. I can guarantee you'd beat all of us. There's yeah. no doubt about that. <laughs> but right. hey, Brooke, Speak for yourself. Are you, <laughs> yes, yeah. are you perplexed by... Thorpe's comments. Have you? Did you know this was coming, or has he already voiced this previously? That that he thinks that that Fina got it wrong. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm surprised to be yeah to be really honest. It's it's sort of for me. It sort of just came, yeah it came out of nowhere, and I'm I'm surprised that he he's not supporting. Um, I guess he's he's his teammates and some of those female swimmers that he was on the Australian team with. So um, Kate Campbell, of course, spoke about it when Fina made the announcement and has been quite vocal about it. And, I, yeah, I support women in sport and I really want to make sure that we protect those women moving forward and that if there's an open category 
those um, those who have made that sex change and uh, you know are competing against other transgender athletes, that's okay for them, but not against um, other female athletes that were yeah, that were born female. Yeah, I, know, I guess it's all. You're right. It's in the it's in the quote from Thorpey. I'm for fairness in sport. And it doesn't seem like it's fair for our female swimmers. And I think there's... Yeah, it's... Uh, definitely, I think you got that 100% right. Can I talk about something more serious? Um, a happy day on uh, Saturday. You, Sats, and I are doing a broadcast Yeah, Brooke, I've just got to warn you in advance what you're about to witness on Saturday at McHappy Day with it's Jason. It's glorious. It's just embarrassing to watch. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Now, how many Macs can you do in a session? She wouldn't eat. Would she eat a Big Mac? You'd eat a Big Mac oh, for the kids, wouldn't you? Easily she would. I reckon. I'm putting her down for, in the two hours we're together, I'm putting her down for eight. Eight Big Macs for one person? Oh, is that is something wrong <laughs> with that? <laughs> um, I'll be having, uh, I think I'll be going for no Big Macs and I'll be I'll be buying the socks. Oh, there you the go. Socks are the way to go. Brilliant. All right, well, I'll have your Big Macs. I'm up to four. Uh, Sats will have a couple. <laughs> and I'll buy the socks. Look forward to seeing uh, McDonald's Harbour Town on Saturday between 11 and 1 uh, Queensland time for Sats, uh, Brooke and, and myself. Hey, thanks for your time uh, tonight and, and best of luck to you and Arnold uh, in driving home. Drive safely. <laughs> oh, thanks so much, guys. Yeah, there you have it, uh, Brooke Hansen. Uh, open and honest here on Sports Day. She's Text a good mes- kid, isn't she? She is. Text messages are flowing in, boys, for McDonald Jones Homes. Their birthday sale is on now. Mitchy Best Better Than The Rest says uh, there's a tree arbiter and their names are Tree Wise Men. That's good. Nice. I'm loving this. That's mm. you like this one from the um, – can we read that out? What's that? Mark, a women's salon in Sydney does waxing and nails. Yep. Sign on the front says, don't beat around the bush. Make an appointment. <laughs> You've been hiding in the bushes. <laughs> uh, how about your freezing meat? Tim from Parks says, hey, lads, are you that destitute where you ha- you can't get meat daily? Correct. I'm still b- yeah. dumbfounded why anyone would freeze it. Tim, Tim. Are you talking about cooked meat or meat in general? No, when you go and buy steak, you, yeah. might, cut, you, might, you might buy a roll of... I fill it, cut it up, freeze some, cook some. Yeah, but you're saying don't you can't put cooked meat and freeze it again. Is that what you're saying with lasagna? No, he's you know he, Tim's saying you're not allowed to freeze anything. You can't freeze fresh meat. Of course you can, Tim. Come on, that's ridiculous. Tim salts his meat and keeps it. Yeah, Tim. Like the olden yeah. days. Tim's obviously rich. And yeah. I think he's got his own cows. Mm. Funny business, uh Jesse from Albion Park, some business names, walk and roll, cut it out. That'd be a hairdresser's, I imagine. Um, he said he can't believe Tigers let Hastings go. He had a good year. But a better player than Brooks, and Brooks has been around for a long time, hasn't got any better. He thinks Dewey and Hastings would have been a, a great harvest pairing. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I believe that Brooks at seven, Hastings at six, and Dewey at either 13 or centre would have been a really good situation. They've got a really good mm. forward pack next year, the West Tigers. They've got to be able to capitalise on it, on that and be able to create points. Well, I hope they prove us wrong in the top. Well, they are going to improve. They're not going yep. to go backwards, are they? Mm. Um, but they it, are putting a good a good team together, no doubt at all. There is a good text here from 231, and it's probably worth thinking about. Hi, gents. Jackson Hastings has been let go or released by every team he's played for. Dragons, Roosters, Manly, now the Tigers. The problem perhaps, everyone keeps forgetting. Perhaps there's another side that we don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, and he has got a point there. 
in years gone by, but we saw a much more rounded, mature athlete that returned from the UK Super League that that owned all his mistakes. Not the sort of round, more rounded that you think of, Woogie. Like, yeah. We're talking about a, a player. A what? Man, young man. Yeah. Why are you looking at my stomach? But <laughs> I did not. You know that. But then again, we're not there behind closed doors. Yeah, um, true. Yeah, he's, he's a very confident young man and he'll never lose that. He's He's always had that. He's always been quite cocky in a, in a good way since he's come well, back to the UK. Know, Joey Johns was saying he worked with him um, before he went over to England. He's a really respectful young bloke. Yeah. So, hey, um, Ian, the builder in Tamworth, Sats, says, what is it with all you commentators calling it Samoa? We aren't American. It was always Samoa. A bit like defence is now defence. Seriously, folks, own our language. Well, I hate defence and uh, offence, which is really attack, but... So that's it. we. I think we were told before the World Cup in 2017. Mm. It's you It's Samoa. Isn't well, it? I, I just go from some of the guys that I've played with, like your Pula Tours and your Joey Nullabows and Co. That have always said Frankie Pritchard. That have always said Samoa. Yeah, yeah. So that's how we pronounce it. Ian, sorry for offended you, mate. We're yeah. trying our best. Funny business name, uh, Mick from. I think he's from Margaret River. Uh, another one from WA boys. Uh, layer concreting. Get, get laid. Concre- get laid. Oh, it says layer. Yeah, I think it must be get laid. Okay. Badge just renaming the business. Well, what, like how you say it. What is it called? Get it layer. says get layer. Is that funny? I was just helping you out there. I, I didn't name the business, mate. I'm <laughs> screaming so it out. He also said there's a carpenter in Newcastle who bought an old hearse. This is Ian. Uh, who had a sign on the back windows saying "Dead on Time Carpentry"? Nice, dead on time. That's good. Okay. Mm. Hey, um, this we haven't actually we didn't touch on this, um, and this is from two eight zero. We haven't talked about Brett Hodgson replacing Anthony Seabold with Eddie Jones uh, as the English assistant coach. So Brett Hodgson, who is coaching in the UK Super League, tremendous guy, Brett Hodgson, um, and a, what a Great player he was as well. Yeah, he's taken the Anthony Seabold's role with Eddie Jones, and it, it that also throws into to a same same text message number two eight zero. We saw Tim Sheens and his players becoming coaches like and Badge. You could you're the best to comment on this. Furnas, Stewart, etc. Daily, there's so many of them in the eighties and nineties. Do you Beninga think we Bellamy. Yeah. Do you think we're going to see this again with the likes of Benji, Hodgson, Farah, Princey? Probably, yeah. Yeah, I, I see it. He has he has a profound effect on players, Tim. Um, such a knowledgeable man and and really good at bringing the best out in his players. So well, we can only, I think, uh, hope that he's got this one right. I'm led and to believe that he, I'm led to believe that Princey was was approached about possibly going to the Tigers as well. Okay, yeah. well he's, he's he co- won't. He's coaching yeah. the. Broncos NRLW yeah. team, and because mm. he that works nicely around his touch football commitments. Yep, and his and uh, his junkets and his <laughs> his junkets are incredible. Hey boys, just going to change tack here. Uh, John Robson Civil Projects jobs at robsoncivil.com.au. What about this news today? It's heartbreaking to hear this, and I've got some audio for you. Melbourne United centre Isaac Humphreys has received global respect after revealing he is the MBLs, and I, again, I think. I don't know if we talked about this off-air or on-air badge, but the NBL's first openly gay man during an emotional and brave address to his teammates. Humphreys took to social media uh, this morning to reveal previously he had attempted to take his own life as he battled with his sexuality, but has come out to help others feel like they don't 
have to hide. Here's what he had to say. That's my goal behind this. Uh, make sure people know that you can be whatever you want, no matter who you are or what you do. You can be big ice and be gay, and you can still be a great basketball player and be gay. You can do whatever you want. It has nothing to do with your sexuality or who, who you are or who you're meant to be or who you're expected to be. I just want to, I just want to be myself. I've discovered this is my purpose in life, and I'm gonna give it my best go. Yeah, he was sitting in the he was sitting in the change rooms, facing his teammates and telling him that. And he actually went through the whole thing. It's outstanding, about, isn't it? it? It just gives me chills. My, Good I on saw him. that. I saw that online. I just thought, wow. You know, well, it, well, we remember when Ian Roberts yeah, came out in the nineties, and yeah, yeah and uh, and he's still. The only NRL player, I think it was a, a, an English rugby league player who came out. Uh, and look, given the stati statistics, there's got to be other uh, gay men playing in the NRL, I would imagine. And I just, I do find it sad that it's so difficult for them um, to come out. And, and what a brave thing he did. What a brave thing Isaac Humphreys has done. Good on you, mate. Um, support you all the way. And I'm sure the competition will as well. It's a, such a better place than it was, you know, when I was a young bloke coming up and it, we were... Everyone was so homophobic. It mm. was, um, it's embarrassing to look at look back at how we were. So good on you, mate. We're, um, yeah, what a what a what a big move, brave move. Yeah, well said. Cricket Australia is keeping an eye on whether Cameron Green. Hey, Justin. Yeah, thanks for having me. Who didn't even play a game in the T Twenty World Cup? Uh, whether he'll go to the IPL <laughs> next year? Um, tell you what, I wonder if this is a reflection of Australia's performance. Another five. Australian players are being told that their current IPL teams will not want them next year. So they, you get first option on them. So if you if you say I want a million dollars, your current team can go radio. I'll, I'll we'll give you that million bucks. But they've released them now. It's not uncommon. It's not uncommon. Uncommon, but but it's um, who's the number one Australian from an IPL perspective and a and a. Mm. Um, from a negotiation point of view as well, who'd be Australia's number one T20 player that would demand the most money? I'd say it'd right have to now. be Stoinis, wouldn't it? Yeah. Maxie's out. Maxwell. He's out. Well, he's yeah, out. But, yeah, but, yeah, mm. yeah. Oh, he'd be back time for that. But I'd say Stoinis. He's Stoinis. big money, Pat mm. Cummins. No. Cameron um, Green, all-rounder. Well, but he didn't play. Where's his form? Uh, uh, Josh Hazelwood, outstanding. Uh, Mitch Stark, I, I, I would think. Again, what he can do with that white ball is incredible. Mm. Smith, but, Warner. But, uh, but no, see, Smith didn't get. I don't think Smith got picked up. But when the IPL was Warner, maybe yeah. really gathering momentum, Australia. You am I right in saying you could name six or seven Australians yeah, who could. would demand yep. top money? Tim now, David. Tim we, David might really. Yeah, he might. Don't know about yeah. top money, but he might get his first real. Who was the WA bowler who got? I oh, know the Tassie bowler who got a million bucks, and he. Got, I you can't believe the tall blood. He's really skinny. I nearly said bloody then. <laughs> Bruce Reid. No, oh, come on. I'll think of it. Meredith. He was, Meredith. Yeah, he got offered a million bucks and, and his starting bid was like, uh, he said, look, I'd like 150000 Remember he got about $1.3 or something? It was yeah. Incredible. So he might be our highest paid player. I'm not, I'm not sure. But five Australians aren't, uh, will not be getting automatic contact. Uh, Are you contract surprised renewals. at that? Will you being the uh, fourth? No. In this building? Fourth best journalist? Will you, will you travel... <laughs> To the IPL, like their draft, will you? Will I watch it? Will you be covering that or not? As a journalist? No, I'm. I'm not allowed to travel. 
Are you banned, are you? Yeah, my, I don't know where my passport is. So something is. you did on a plane? It was, it was an incident in Bali at, at uh, the Abud Monkey Forest, but we won't go into that. <laughs> did the monkeys complain? <laughs> they stole my passport. No, no, they didn't complain. Didn't no, you say a mate of yours got his phone stolen by a monkey and they called the phone? Absolutely. And a monkey answered true it? True story. Is that monkey true? Monkey answered it. That's a lie. <laughs> Why'd you ask me if it's true? That's a goddamn lie. He got his phone stolen and then kept kept ringing it and and then he's gone, oh, it's, it's answered it. So And now this gets <laughs> better because he couldn't hear it in the other end. And then 10 minutes later had everyone looking for the phone and everything. It was his wife's phone. And his oh. phone, and he's standing there on his phone, he's gone... Her name came up, Sharon. She's ring. The monkey's ringing back. The monkey rang him. That's a crock. That's, That's absolute crock. So the monkey's name wasn't Sharon. No. Well, no. we don't know. It might have been. Oh. oh, that's the best. Oh, Mountain Rooster says, "Hey boys, love the show." In the Blues Brothers movie, there was a hairdresser named Curl Up and Die. Okay, that's not a business name. Yeah, well, it wasn't no, a movie. Not. It was. No, again, you've got to have a registered ABN. Oh, okay. What All about right. a fish and chip shop yep. in England called Frying Nemo? <laughs> That's a lie also. Why do you tell us so many it's lies here. tonight? I'm looking at it. Yeah. There's uh, fish and chip Nemo. shops in Hobart called uh, Chish and Fips. What? Like ch- instead of fish and chips, Chish and Fips. Why, why is it called that? Time for a break. Uh, 60 years of family culture. Uh, join the Robson Civil Projects one. team for the opportunity of a lifetime. Uh, if Cheryl the monkey, or Sh- is it Sharon? Sharon the monkey. If Sharon the monkey is listening, <laughs> you can give us a call to on, on 1300. That's one of the biggest lie 11, stories 11. I've ever heard. That's ridiculous. Actually, we've got her on the phone now. Hello? This <laughs> <laughs> is Sports Day. Uh, back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, we're about to get into That's Ridiculous here on Sports Day for Expert Car Service. Book into your local Repco Authorised Service Centre in the break. We're just killing ourselves laughing over Badge's oh. mates losing his phone and to what, a monkey. You know when you start talking about stuff yeah. and and people talk, things pop up on your phone and that, you know, you're talking about, I oh, wouldn't mind buying a caravan, all of a sudden there's caravans on you. Yes. You've just got a monkey forest thing, Woogie, on your I phone. I did. I'm not going Gee. into a badge because it was actually quite disturbing. Monkey porn. Well, there was, um, okay, well, now you've said it. There was a couple sorry. sitting in the monkey forest and two monkeys jumped on their lap and started making love. <laughs> to, no, love. to the monkeys. <laughs> not to – it doesn't matter. The people, no. Uh, Peter from Hoxton Park is on the line. G'day, Pete. How you going, mate? All right? Yeah, we're very good. You've got a, a monkey story <laughs> for us as well. Oh, yeah, mate. I was over in Bali about a month ago. So on this golf course, me and my mate playing golf, and we're on the green about to putt, and the the girls, the caddies you get, start screaming. Yep. So we turn around, and there's three monkeys in our golf cart, and one of them stole my wallet. <laughs> so I'm running through the front, I had to run through the bush and with a seven iron, and luckily, uh, yeah, he's up the tree looking at me laughing, and luckily uh, he dropped me his wallet and I got it back. So, you know. I thought you were going to yeah. say that they stole the golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. 
Oh. Peter, you didn't happen to find oh, Sharon's the... phone while you were there, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, oh mate, is that the no, is that the course at Noosa Dua? It's a par three championship oh, course. I think I've told you about this, boys. At Uluwatu, great golf course. A par three championship it's, it's, course. It's unreal. Unreal. It's all. Yeah. It's all on the cliff. It's beautiful. Mm. Good on you, mate. Good stuff. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for your yeah. call. All right, mate. No worries. It's Peter from Hoxton Park. If you've got a monkey story for us, if has a monkey done something to you in Bali? I mean, of course, we know the great <laughs> Darren Lockyer. Adopted a monkey, didn't he? Walked into a pub. He did. End of season trip. And, and it, it attacked him. It attacked his face. He had radio shots yeah. and everything. I bet. Yeah. What, the monkey? So he, yeah. he, so he, so he, had, he had the monkey on a chain just attached to him. The monkey would sit up on the bar while everyone was having a beer. And then one day there's this, this almighty blood-curdling scream. <laughs> and the monkey is attached to his head. Oh, that's God. How dare you? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. Apart from mm-hmm. those stories, what do you got for us? Um, yeah, that, we just had that great uh, announcement. Well done, Isaac Humphreys. Yeah. Um, who's said he, he's now come out as gay in, mm-hmm. in the NBL, the first openly gay man. Who put that sound stuff behind that? Well, I'd like to. It's terrible. I better acknowledge the ABC because that's where I did get the well, uh, audio from. It was on Instagram today. So who ever put the music behind it? Like seriously. So would doing? you like us to give the that's ABC some... overproduction? So what? What? I'll draft an email to the ABC. Yep. Is that a that's ridiculous for you? Yep, that's okay. one. Oh, yeah. Now I've got a real Come one. On, that's okay. ridiculous. Um, hey, you know, uh, Australian rugby not going great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wallabies. Well, there's an Australian player who's been nominated as one of four men's breakthrough players of the year. Come on, that's ridiculous. No, what is ridiculous is actually he's playing for Ireland. Oh. Yeah. Come on, that's ridiculous. Mac Hanson used to play for the Brumbies, winger, Aussie-born, bred through and through. Uh, Sort of got forced out because he just couldn't get a go and there's there's some great players in front of him, or very good anyway. So he went and played in Ireland uh, a couple of years ago. Now he finds himself in the Irish team, who are the world champ, well, number one. Mm Mm-hmm. They are. And he's, uh, he's going great guns. They let one go. All right. Sats, what do you got for us? So it was interesting to hear today that in the 1970s, Australian cricket were concerned about the amount of alcohol that was being consumed by spectators. And the back games, then, you, yeah. yeah, you could buy it there and also you could take your own alcohol you to could, the games. Yes. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. So they decided to limit the amount of alcohol that, fans could bring to games. So they limited it to one carton of cans each spectator. <laughs> Come on, that's ridiculous. Remember people used to oh, take in the rescues? Yeah. I, did you hear the story? This We must have listened to the same podcast today. There was a guy who took a bath with ice. Yeah, with ice in it. Into the Adelaide Oval yeah, or something. Yeah, two guys carried the bath you can do. Mm. I remember guys used to, then they, when they banned um, taking your own drinks in, guys used to take a watermelon, but yeah. they'd have it hollowed out and they'd fill it up with, Alcohol, you know, yeah. and it was rum or yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. it was, yeah. vodka or tequila, <laughs> something. I've got another one. I, I read this to you guys last night, and this is a that's ridiculous, and this is in relation to probably one of the most hectic lives that's ever been Don't lived. tell us the name till the end. No. This man head-butted a ref in a game. He slept with Carmen Victor Electra, Radley. then oh. married Carmen Electra, took a private jet to go and sleep with Madonna, married himself, became a wrestler, had Hulk Hogan as a tag team oh, partner. I know who it is. Action movie with Jord Klorn Van Dam. Won three premierships with Michael Jordan and then became best friends with the North Korean dictator. <laughs> 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 
Dennis Rodman. What a Come story. on, that's ridiculous. What a lot. And he's, I think he's only like 52 or that's something. That's all true. That's all true. Remember when he just took off to Vegas? That was during the finals. Yeah, and yeah. then and and I think it was uh, Jordan spoke to the coach and said, "Hey, hey, just let him go. He'll, he'll be right. He'll mm. do the right thing." Phil Jackson said he'll be right, and he came back and and was uh, one of the best players on the field, greatest defender in basketball history. But qualifications going on at the moment, boys, for the basketball World Cup, mm-hmm. um, and they're happening in Iran, and a lot of countries have said, "Do not travel to Iran. Yeah, it's unsafe." So Australia were meant to play a game today. And they had to forfeit because they didn't turn up at the tournament. Come on, that's ridiculous. They told not to travel there. Governments are telling all around the world, not just the Australian government, all around telling not to go there. But FIBA decided to forfeit them, even oh. though they've been advised not to travel. Come on. Luckily, we've already qualified for the, for the Basketball World Cup. Oh, we already have? Yeah. Okay. One more for you. Yeah. You know, the, the FIFA World Cup is... The most no, sorry, the the FIFA World Cup is the most watched sporting event in the world. Come on, that's ridiculous. The audience. No, 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 no. No, it's Jack double. Told us it no, was... it's double the Olympics. It is double Are you serious? the. Yeah, per game. No, per, per game. game. No, per game, but the overall Olympics. No, because they play yeah. four thousand events, forty thousand. Obviously, it all stacks up. Yeah, but with one game against a day, one day of soccer mm-hmm. at the World Cup yeah. outrates two to one. The Olympics. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get that. We can't, but overall. But you can't take the whole combination, why? the whole yeah, event. Why? What? Of the why can't of we? the Olympics. And I, then, I just said it's a bigger event than the World Cup, the Olympics. No, it's, it's not. A, it's actually not. It's, why? You it's, just of course not. it is. It is. Why, no. why can't I take the overall audiences then of everything? No, sorry. You, that would, that would, but I'm telling you that. Even with all that, yeah. the FIFA World Cup is still bigger. Well, twice. I'm telling you it's not. How do you, it can't be bigger than the, you've got no the Olympics. Proof. You've still got no proof. You've just said per game. But they only play 100 games, whereas there's thousands and thousands of per events. Per day. I'm talking about if you line up a day for the World Cup versus a day of the Olympics, the World Cup is two to one. Of? Of viewers. Of viewers. Yeah. What about spectators that are there? And oh, we're not talking about spectators. So, no one's watching in India and China, are they? I'm just telling you, based on facts that are available, it's two to one. No, I think you're making it up. Okay. <laughs> I think Sharon, the monkey, yes. is involved in Ring her. Ring Sharon. We're going to go to a break. <laughs> this is Sports Day. Oh, by the way, we've got uh, a, grey, a Greyhound Racing New South Wales update on the way next. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, it certainly is. It's a Wednesday night edition. Of course, this time every Wednesday night, boys, we get Simon Orchard on from New South Wales Greyhounds, the dogs.com.au, home of Greyhound Racing. Uh, just on the tips last week, uh, he's dead cert is still running, but the longer odds one got up. And so it was a winning yes. night. Simon, well done, mate. Gamble responsibly. Yeah, of course. We've got to change that message, don't we, now? There's a few new ones out there. Um, yeah, look, good to get back on the board. Never nice to have a duck egg next to your name. We had that, I think, the week before, boys. So, yeah, you can't you can't get them all most of the time. But if you can get one, at least that gives people money back in their pocket. And I'm glad uh, – I can't remember the name of it last week. Choo Choo Train, maybe? That's, a, that's it. That was yeah, the one. good run. Yeah. Now, one of my favourite so tracks. One of my favourite tracks, Simon. Um, home of the Casino Cougars Rugby League team and the field, rugby league field is in the middle of the track and that is of course casino and the casino cup heats uh, tomorrow at casino 
Yeah, you're spot on. Casino Cup heats. Uh, it's just great to see more feature racing, another country cup. I've been to a couple in the last few weeks, boys. I went to Goulburn three weeks back. I went to Wagga last week, made the drive down there. And now Casino, it's their turn to have their cup on and a pretty good field as well. Um, it's headlined by Lewis Rumble. Now, Lewis Rumble, star sprinter. He goes around in heat one. He's won over $250,000 in prize money. He's a group one place getter, group two winner. He's a nine-time group finalist as well. So he's been off the scene for a while. Didn't race between April and October due to injury, but spoke with trainer Steve Kavanagh this morning. He reckons his boy is ready to rumble, pardon the pun. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's going to be good to watch in those heats. He's all-purpose for Kev Murnane, will be favourite in heat two. He's won 26 of 56 races. That's a great strike rate. He's got wonderful box six stats as well where he's drawn in his heat. Heat three... Chock full of talent. Aurora Dan, Sunshine Delight, they're free-for-all dogs. But Kenya Wilder ran second in a Group 1 Vic Peters Classic earlier this year. I just think he's getting better with each run. So if you want to have a bet in the Casino Cup heats tomorrow, I reckon Kenya Wilder in Heat 3 is the way to go. And then Heat 4, Cataclysmic will start favourite. Be pretty short. Got a five-win streak under his belt at the moment. All at Casino, and he's drawn box two. He'll be awfully hard to beat as well. So a lot of class and real speedsters. The top two from each heat will advance the next week's final and then $25,000 will be awarded to the winner. So another great feature race in the state's north, boys. Yes, and another uh, feature race, of course, is the Melbourne Cup for Greyhounds. Uh, have you got a gold trip for us? What can you give us? A, a gold trip? Yeah, look, I wish I backed gold trip. I went every other way except <laughs> for a gold trip. Look, I think um, the Melbourne Cup is really, really hard to win. I, I, I probably don't need to say that to Greyhound people, but for those out there thinking, well, it's just one race. Well, it's not. They've got to win through the heats and then the semifinals and then the final. So it's an arduous couple of weeks for them. Uh, we've got a lot of good dogs going down from New South Wales. But unfortunately, boys, the box draws have been absolutely diabolical. Now, for those, again, uninitiated, box five is not where you want to be. It usually means you're going to get squeezed from either side. Uh, and our two best chances, She's a Pearl and French Martini, have both drawn box five. As I said, the worst box you can get. Hopefully their class can prevail in their heats and they can get through. But it's definitely a visitor's draw. Zipping Kyrgios is down there as well. He's also in the yellow rug. He's drawn box five too. He's probably got one of the easier heats if there is such a thing. But again, you don't want to be in box five. Uh, Gatlin, a nice dog from the same kennel, from the Finn kennel, has drawn box seven in heat six. He'll have to knock off Vader Bale, who won the World Cup last week. And then Zipping Lopez, one of the only New South Wales runners with a good draw. He's drawn box one, but he also runs into the quickest dog in Australia in Wow, She's Fast. So, look, a lot to play out in Melbourne over the next few weeks. Mm. We obviously wish our dogs and trainers all the best, uh, but it's going to be a really difficult series to win. I'm really excited to see how She's a Pearl can go. She's, she's almost back, boys. She's had a couple of runs now. She's starting to look like her old self, and she's definitely our best chance if... You wanted to have a responsible wager on the Melbourne Cup right now. Right up. I've got $15 left in my uh, betting account, and I want something at Wenny Park tonight. We're about halfway through Time. the card now. So. Yep. Mm. Righto. We can do that. Race six, number one, Showman Jack. Loves Wenny Park. 14 starts in town for seven wins and three seconds. So only missed the money on four occasions. He's been around around the place a bit lately. He's raced at Dapto and Gosford, but I think he just loves when he parks. Some dogs go really well at certain tracks. I think Showman Jack can win race six, number one tonight. Uh, and then race eight, number eight, Winlock all over. Uh, also a dog from the Lord Kennel, who we know have some of the best dogs going around in New South Wales. So you know this dog's pretty good. Her record supports that. She's won half of her 14 starts so far. She seems to be getting with each run. I reckon there'll be a bit of pace inside. 
if they all clatter into each other at some stage, she should just be able to swoop through. So race six, number one, Showman Jack. Race eight, number eight, Winlock all over. You can put them together and get around $4, $5 if you want, or just back them straight, use your bet return or something like that and get a little special. You might get your money back for another go. Nice. Beauty. Beauty. All right, Simon, thank you for that, mate. Thedogs.com.au, the home of everything Greyhound Racing in New South Wales. Make sure you gamble responsibly. Catch you next week. Have a great night, guys. Hooroo. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, just before we get to our special guest who we've got in the studio, we've hunted them down in the monkey forest uh, in Abud. I can't believe we're doing this as content on the show. Uh, weather for tomorrow, on a serious note, uh, for New Farm Australian through and through, have you seen those devastating scenes in in Forbes and surrounding towns, yeah. that water frightening that was released from mm. the dam, like yeah, frightening tr- tops of trees. That's how, and some residents only getting three to four minutes to in the middle of the night to get to safety. Um, our thoughts are with everyone in, in in that area. I mean, it's been a horrible month or so for for the people of Forbes, and, and not forgetting to our Lismore listeners as well have had their fair share this year as well. It's been one of those one of those years for weather. Forbes tomorrow mostly sunny, which is great news. A top of twenty and a low of five overnight. Our thoughts are with you. New Farms products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm Australian through and through. Who's from Forbes? You mentioning in the break? Charlie Staines. Ah, Forbes Ferrari. Forbes Ferrari. Yeah. There you go. Uh, boys, uh, last blast. I've got the last laugh coming up in just a moment, but uh, we have tracked down Sharon the monkey. <laughs> And, she, and she's given a headbutt to your mate. To Victor. Mm. <laughs> hey, you were talking before about um, about yes. Australia's highest IPL player and Bondi Jack says Tim David is yeah. just that. Play, yeah. Paid at $1.53 million. Cummins got $1.35 last year. He's worth about $75,000 now. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. That's cruel. I reckon I wouldn't even say that. Mm. Yeah, he would. Uh, what would he be worth? Three wickets in the T20 World Cup, mm-hmm. and then he took seven wickets in five games in the IPL at, at 1.3 million. At least 80. Green did well playing India as an opener not long back in 2020. Toronto Rod. Yeah, true. He's in for big paydays, isn't he? Yeah. Only a young man. Steve from Dubbo has just said it's it's really bad up this way. Dubbo is good, but all around is copping it pretty bad. Yeah, good luck, everyone out there. It's... Um, yeah, horrible safe. to watch, horrible right. to go through for sure. Right, any more texts about Thorpey or Hastings and Clamour or business names? In Sweden, this is from James. In Sweden, I had a rigging company for concerts and we called it Stage Fright. Like it? <laughs> nice. Like it? Um, Chinese restaurant in the country town of Young called Walk and Roll. Yep, I saw it. Simon. Beauty. That's good. Mm. Uh, um, what do you make of this one? This is from. Um, I like this one. It's actually this is a good, good topic for tomorrow night. But we'll throw it up here now. This is from Adrian. Uh, hey, Badge Sats and the Dashing Woogie. If you could only keep two out of the three, Tedesco, Manu, Suali'i. He says bye bye Australian captain, twenty-six-year-old Joey Manu, and a nineteen-year-old Suali'i, who's better. Up so there that's Sunny based Bull. on age. Yeah. So if you can only keep two of the three, who would you keep? Uh, oh. yeah. I'm, I'm still picking Tedesco. Yeah, he's outstanding. He's got. He's going to be around for mm. what another four years at least. Yep. He's just fantastic player. I wouldn't want to let 
either of the others go. Joey Manu, for sure. Um, the Roosters don't have to let anyone go. Why do people toss these tough ones at us? Mm. They're too smart sometimes. I agree with Badge. I'd um, keep Tedesco and Manu. Well, you let go of Suli'i. Yeah, you can go back to South. <laughs> a bakery called Earth, Wind and Flower. Oh, that's good. <laughs> you like that? That's good. Um, Keith, Rocco, sorry, Rocco, Keith and Chan have sent one in. Um, and this is on the back of last night with the, the man buns, Woogie. Oh, yeah. And this is on the back of last night. They're, they're saying more or less that David Beckham, he had a man bun. Mm-hmm. And he was also able to, uh, and Pat Raft had a man bun. He did, yeah. Beckham was good enough to attract the attention of a Spice Girl. What mm-hmm. haircut are you running with right now, Justin? <laughs> <laughs> Why are they calling me Justin? Because they can. I just like my short. Number two around the sides. So yes. Is my hair too short for my it head? Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, you right. just beat me to the punch. No, your, your head's too <laughs> big. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, boys. I've driven past the ovals at West Tigers train on at Concord in the last two days and spent about 30 minutes watching them train. Half of the train-on squad do not look like they're switched on. Even though it's early November and a long way to go, I hope they can get it together. Robot. Is that Robert or Robot from Dremoyne? Robert from Dremoyne. Would they have many players at the World Cup? Well, um, yeah, not as many as... Papali'i. Papali'i, um, Apikaroi Sal, uh, Mitchell Moses, um, Adam Dewey. So a lot of their key players. Mitchell Moses? Lebanon. Parramatta? Yeah. Oh, he's Parramatta, tiger. of course. He used to be yeah. a tiger. He used to be a tiger, time yeah. Ago. Um, Adam Dewey for Lebanon. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a few of them. Jolfin and Gower didn't go. Yutoika uh, Manu didn't go. Dane Laurie didn't go. Um, so not as many as what are the some other clubs, other clubs are. yeah. Rightio, thanks for your text tonight. Thanks to McDonald Jones Homes. On Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. He says, I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. So uh, a Frenchman walked into a bar. Okay, he had a cat on his shoulder. <laughs> and the barman said, oh, that's, that's cute. That's pretty neat. Where did you get that from? And the kitten said, France has got millions of them. Am I back tomorrow night, Woogie? How dare you? You're back. <laughs> We're going. Grab a podcast of the show. If you like Sports Day New South Wales, you can hear that again if you're lucky. Uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow night. Hopefully, Alex Brosk and the phone works. We'll get him on tomorrow night. See you, everybody. Good Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.